with Clem, the end of the dot. listener land and welcome in to the broadcast with clem here on wave radio boston wrbrocks.com here at the end of the dial where 
hearing is believing and you won't believe your ears. And we have soldiered on to the point where we have reached the end of yet another year. Finish line is in sight. And I hope that everyone at the end of the dial, the Sunland has had a a wonderful and fulfilling year. I know it's. Uh, I know I have. I hope you have as well. It's been so much fun bringing you the show for the 2023 year. And it's around this time we start talking about resolutions, and it makes me wonder. I want to know from you people out there at the end of the dial, what are your New Year's resolutions? I know for myself, I have resolved not to make any resolutions. But that's just me. You know, I'm resolute in my resolutions to not be resolved. But I want to know what you think out there, what you guys are, are all planning on augmenting in your lives so give me a shout out there the listener line is open 617-829-9283 and text line is also open 617-764-9283 we have handy interns who are rustling about and they will answer the phone they will make sure that your texts make their way to the air studio and we will have correspondence as such and as you know here behind this microphone is myself clem who is your doctor of sound your arbiter of music your captain on the sea of tunes your sonic gatekeeper of the faith and audio key master of ceremonies and we are definitely bushwhacking a swath through the dense jungle that is the shank of 2023 and we're hoping that we get to the giant golden sands of 2024 so there's going to be some new year's some new year's day new year's eve uh, sort of things interspersed Uh, for example you heard at the very top you heard uh, the one the only uh, guy lombardo from 1956 he is responsible for bringing uh, old Lang Syne into fashion in this country, but you know it's actually very, very popular in Scotland, and we'll get into that more as the night creeps on. But it's a very, very big day there, the first day of the year, Hogmanay Day, and Old Lang Syne actually comes from that region of the world but we'll again we'll get into that we don't need to get into everything right at the outset um, so i told you how to call us i told you some other stuff um, i can tell you that as i sit here in my air studio my or my supreme court of pop culture righteousness where i sit as judge and jury on all things that have value high and low art combined I can tell you that we are here every Friday, as long as things uh, are willing, 
And we're here usually... Between 10 p.m. and midnight. Sometimes we are here between 10 p.m. and after midnight, but for the most part, we're here... uh, Between 10 p.m. and midnight. On most Fridays, so that's when you can catch us. And if you miss us, the rebroadcast can be be found in the Spotosphere. And uh, I encourage you to look it up to uh, make sure that you're you're paying close attention to what's happening because there's not just giant things happening, there's also subtleties that you might miss if you're not really paying attention. So we aim to, uh, we aim to please in that regard. But having said that, there's so much music to get to on this New Year's Eve-ish sort of show. So I don't want to take too much time right now. I do want to tell you that there are walls to break down. We do have to break down the wall and there's no better place and no better band for that matter to break down the wall than Stone Fury from 1984 breaking down, you guessed it, the wall. Welcome.
Oh, I can't live without it. By the great band Tucky Buzzard from 1973. Small little fact about Tucky Buzzard. That album there, All Right, On The Night, was produced by the great bass player for the Rolling Stones for a long time, Bill Wyman. And that's why it has a little bit of a of a goat's head soup sort of feel to it, probably. You know, it's, that would stand to reason. Before that, we had uh, a little cross thrash punk from uh, Attitude Adjustment and Dead Serious. From Germany, we had Guano Apes. Open your eyes. And that's, uh, I believe that's like 97, mid 90s. Had a little bit of uh, Somebody's Knocking, Terry Gibbs. Always love that song, as you know, here at the broadcast. There's no telling what you may hear. You know, it's a prime example of that right there. And then we start off this week's broadcast with an interesting little band called uh, Stone Fury. And they only had a couple of LPs and, of course, uh, Break Down the Wall is the song that we chose from 1984. And uh, the album is uh, Burn Like a Star. They only had like two albums. Didn't really get much traction. Went back to Germany. And uh, the lead singer there, Lenny Wolf, then returns not more than like a year later back to LA. And he has come back as Kingdom Come. And uh, a little bit better known band probably. And that's how things are sometimes in this crazy, crazy world we live in. Speaking of crazy, you're hearing a little uh, Joe Pass, very thought of you in the big broadcast jazz bed. We like to tell you occasionally what's happening there as well. Not all the time, but occasionally. And while we're thinking about things that may be happening occasionally or happening more than occasionally, it's time to ply you with our first segment of the evening here on the broadcast with Clem. And it is uh, cover to cover. And it sounds a lot like this right here. Spin Magazine cover to cover the cover of Rolling Stone. Cover shoot. Cover to cover. Issue. Cover. Rang. You're going to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. What else is on the cover? On all those magazine covers. Cover. Rang. Hammer. Hammer. Enemy. Cover to cover. It was on the cover of the magazine. Hit Magazine. Rolling Stone magazine. The cover. 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 Magazine. Cover to cover. Spin Magazine. Boston Magazine. Metal is ready for the makers. Cover to cover. Don't you ask me to read the enemy? Cover. To. Cover. Spin Magazine. Now this is Supreme Magazine. This is Rolling Stone. Cover to cover. Circus. Magazine. 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 Yeah, magazines. On the cover of Rolling Stone. Cover. I write Supreme Magazine. Cover. To cover. Oh, we be smiling. Beautiful. 
So the premise of cover to cover is pretty simple. We choose a banner artist that graces the cover of a magazine. We then play that banner artist covering another banner artist. And that is your cover to cover premise. You get the, you get the gist of it cover to the number cover two covers. Pretty clever we think here at the broadcast and every once in a while it becomes a really really interesting cover to cover when we then play a song by the band that was just covered doesn't always happen but it happens well, a fair, fair amount of time and when that happens it sounds a lot like this right here but that doesn't always happen. Sometimes we play that song and that's just really the end of it. Sometimes we, we let it lie. I would say that happens not as frequently. But when that, when that particular thing happens, it sounds eerily like this right here. Bonuses. No. Bonus. No bonus. No, 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 Bonus. Twofer. Song. Twofer. No, 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 no. Song. The thing is though, is you're never really quite sure whether or not it's a true cover to cover until after we play that first song. And you know, I gotta be honest with you, up until the last moment, I'm not really sure. I have a vague inkling, but I'm not certain. Certainty is such a, is such a finite thing. It's very rarely achieved. So we kind of, we're all holding on with bated breath, wondering, is it going to be that or not? So stay tuned after the first song. Don't run off. Don't, you know, get up and, and get a corn dog from the refrigerator. I don't know why you'd have a corn dog in the refrigerator. But if you do that, you may miss out. So just sit tight. You know, and that's not an order, it's a suggestion, not a commandment. So what is our cover to cover for this week? Well, on the cover of Distorted Sound Magazine, December 2022, very cool prog metal band from LA called Redemption finds himself gracing said cover. This band does a wonderful, excellent version of a song that is very much in the offing for this particular show, especially. So here's Redemption playing their version of the U2 classic. Oh, you guessed it. New Year's Day.
Bonus. Bonus track. Bonus. Bonus track. Bonus track. Bonus track. Bonus. In the shit house of shotgun. Praying hands hold me down. Only the hunter was hunting in this tin can town. Tin can town. No stars in the black night. Looks like the sky fell down. No sun in the daylight. Looks like it.
about a man in shanty town outside of Johannesburg. A man is sick, or looking down the barrel of white South Africa. A man who is at the point where he is ready to take up arms against his oppressor. A man who has lost faith in the peacemakers of the West. While they argue, and while they fail to support a man like Bishop Tutu and his request for economic sanctions against South Africa. Am I bugging you? I don't mean to bug you. Okay, Edge, play the blues. is Wave Radio Boston. WaveRadioBoston.com
she does Send her roses just because If it's violin she loves Let them play Dedicate her favorite song And hold her closer all night long Love her today memory If you need her so much more Why don't you say Maybe she has it in her mind That she's just wasting her time Ask her to stay
was uh, the Astro Puppies with Don't Be. Great song there from 1996. Off an LP called You Win the Bride. Some uh, post-grunge power pop there from the Astro Puppies. Before that, we had one of those forgotten um, proto-punk psych rock bands from the late 60s from NYC, the Third Bardo, which is a reference from the Tibetan Book of the Dead, in case you're wondering what that means. And their song, I'm Five Years Ahead of My Time. Got a little bit of play back in 67, but was pulled because of perceived drug references and then relegated to cult status, which is probably a good thing because uh, had it become uh, overplayed, we might not as uh, we might not enjoy it quite as much, especially here on the broadcast. Before uh, the third Bardo, very very pleased that we could play some Deep Wound. We love all of our local sort of punk bands. And of course, as you know, Deep Wound, the pride of Westfield, Massachusetts from the early 80s, much like SSD and FU's and Jerry's Kids, very much part of that very awesome early 80s, aggressive punk mentality that came out of our great city here. And you'll hear the amazing drums of Jay Mascus in the background, guitar work by Lou Barlow, and uh, the vocal styles of Troy Nakajima. And that particular song, if you were lucky enough to find it on a cassette in, we'll say 83, maybe 84 if you're able to find it on a cassette you are false if not you had to wait until you found it on a late 90s compilation um, but however you found it you found it and that made you a better person we played it for you which makes everyone better people and by the way are you hearing uh, Dick Hyman in the background with uh, another one of our favorite standards of all time. What are you doing for the rest of your life? And a slightly out-of-tune piano and recorded on a cassette player. True story. That's why it sounds that way. And you can hear people like dropping dishes in the background. He just like sauntered up, put his little cassette thing on the piano, a slightly out-of-tune piano, and just played for like three hours. One of my favorite albums by him. It's just, it's... It's punk jazz, if you ask me. <laughs> anyway, before Deep Wound, what did we hear? Oh, we heard uh, um, the great 100 Ways as composed and written by Quincy Jones and unsung by James Ingram. Of course, that particular, um, the Duke, that LP from 81, uh, basically mopped up the Grammys that year. And then, of course, he mopped up the next year with Thriller. Quincy Jones did a lot of mopping up when it came to award ceremonies in the uh, early 80s. So, excellent song there. We also heard um, 
cool band from uh, from England, uh, Detrius, and their song No Mercy from uh, 1991's uh, Perpetual Defiance LP. And we start off that set with our cover to cover, which was uh, Redemption doing U2's New Year's Day. And then it was a true cover to cover because U2 followed suit with uh, live silver and gold off the Rattle and Hum LP, the live version. And if you were lucky enough to be at Sun Devil Stadium when that was going on, then you saw that real live, not just hearing it live. You saw it and heard it. And were then blinded by Bullet the Blue Sky by giant strobe light flashed in your face by Bono. So if you still see spots, you can blame him. And that is all the news that's fit to print on that. You are officially caught up with that which has gone down here on the broadcast with Clem exclusively here on Wave Radio Boston, WRBRocks.com, the only place you can hear this. And uh, you're very lucky that you found us here at the end of the dial. We're very happy that you did. We love spinning good music and other goodies for you. And speaking of goodies, we have really a preposterous thing preparing to happen right now. And I'm trying to think of a great way to set it up. There is no great way to do it. So I'm just going to have to say, um, you know, put down your Fanta soda. Or you can take it with you, actually. You can take road soda. And get in the car. Let's hop over to the theme park and see what's doing on this week's theme park here on the broadcast with Clem. Here, let's see what's going on. Come with me. Theme. What do all these have in common? Connected. Theme. What do they have in common? The theme. Find the theme. What are these things? There's a theme. Is there a theme? That we're all connected. The theme. What do they all have in common? A theme. We are all connected. What do these things have in common, you ask? Does it have a theme? Seems like a good theme. Connected. See what they all have in common? They are connected. A theme. We need a theme. A simple theme. What do all these seemingly disparate things have in common? Don't hear a theme. Connected. Variations on a theme. What do they have in common? We need a theme. Theme. Connected. That seems to be his theme. All have in common? All connected. Seems a little off theme. Connected. What do they have in common? Is there a theme? You want a theme? I'll give you a theme. Tonight's theme. So what is tonight's theme? Well, the one thing I can tell you is it's a study in excess, to be sure. I almost couldn't believe it when I saw the numbers slid in front of me. We normally cap our themes, our theme park at seven songs. We like odd numbers to start off with. And seven seems like more than enough time for you to pick up what we're putting down and what have you. So when my list came across the desk to me and I saw that we have compiled a 10 song theme park you know i'm not sure if if um too much coffee um a little um overindulgence in other ways people are just excited about the new year um you know they didn't get they got 
what they wanted for Christmas. I'm not sure exactly how this happened. Um, but I'm being told that it would have seemed specious to cut something. So it went on to a full 10 song theme park, which gives you more than ample time to figure out what the theme, what the commonality must be. So if you are able to figure out what they are, somewhere around song 10, you'll know for certain. Give us a shout, 617-829-9283 or text us 617-764-9283. And if you are able to determine or ascertain the answer to said theme, prizes await. And I'm looking at it right now. It is a very, very nice um, Bollinger 82. That's like a $700 bottle of champagne, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not giving that to someone. Put that away. I'm not giving that to someone. I'm taking that. Well, I'm being told that it's been gifted and therefore... All right, so someone will get this um, very, very expensive bottle of champagne, which is the best way to ring in a new year. It might be the best way to ring in your last year. So take full advantage, but you're going to have to sit through 10 songs. You're going to have to like take notes. You're going to have to make determinations. It's going to be, it's going to be harder than Chinese math. So good luck to you in this regard. So try your best. Give us a shout. If you're able to figure it out, we are here waiting. We are here listening. And what I can tell you is, is that this week's theme park begins in earnest right now. Best of luck.
right When you're out to fly your kite May your toy soldiers win Every battle that they're in Happy, happy New Year New Year, we're so glad to say May your days be very merry From this January day This is Clem, inviting you to the end of the dial every Friday night between 10 p.m. and midnight for The Broadcast with Clem, where audience possibilities are without limit. Join us every Friday as we anchor the Friday Triad here on Wave Radio Boston, wrbrocks.com. The Broadcast with Clem, where hearing is believing and you won't believe your ears.
That is weird. 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 Fact. It is weird. Did you know that Auld Lang Syne is actually a poem written by Scottish poet Robert Burns in 18, excuse me, in 1788 to celebrate Hognomy Day, which is translates to the last day of the year. That is weird. Your mother burst in, it was freezing She said it looks like it's trying to rain I was lost, I felt seasick You convinced me that he left You said keep talking, but don't use any names I scolded your driver and your brother Car keys and I 
ain't all gonna chase my blues away I'll be bringing in a brand new year Bringing in a brand new year Listen dear, won't you meet me here I'll bring it in a brand new year Gonna be a big parade Got my resolutions made Listen dear, won't you meet me here I'll bring it in a brand new year Gonna ride a bubble Way up above the stars And when I twirl in my bubble world to Mars. I'll be bringing in a brand new year, bringing in a brand new year. Listen dear, won't you meet me here while bringing in a brand new year.
or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you.
last second tabulation as we are prone to do here and we did have of course someone was able to determine it was actually two people probably because they want to share said bottle of bubbly on this upcoming New Year's Eve which is rapidly approaching and that would be Rebecca and Ashley and they are from High Point North Carolina how I'm going to get this bottle to you without it being um, shaken beyond the point of explosion I'll have to do some research but I'll get to you rest assured a man of my word I will make it make sure it gets to you and I guess it's probably a good time as any to let you know what it was that you heard. So working our way backwards, walking backwards and tapping our head and rubbing our belly. We had, um, well, I should say what, what they all had in common, what um, Rebecca and Ashley were able to determine is that all have the, the term New Year's in the title. So you'll you'll find that out as I run it back for you we had uh the walkman and their song new year's eve a little east coast uh indie alt there from the walkman we also had uh, uh mutard with new year's resolution preceded by um my guy's been around forever charles brown his uh very talented piano playing on bringing in a brand new year. A little bit of Ichabod and their freak out New Year's prayer. A little snippet there. We also had Tom Waits and New Year's Eve. Always good to have Tom represented. Um, we also had brain surgeons with Happy New Year. And Brave Surgeons, if you're not familiar with that particular act, uh, that song is uh, from 95. And it features uh, the husband-wife duo, but more, more sus um, specifically, Albert Broussard, who is the original drummer for BOC. Um, and it, really awesome band, kind of like a super group, insofar as on guitar was Tommy Hilfiger's brother, Steve. At one point, he passed away, I'm sorry to say. Um, but also, um, uh, Ross the Boss on guitar, who is in, you know, countless bands. Um, very talented guitar player. So it was kind of a weird sort of supergroup band from the mid-90s. Uh, Brain Surgeons and their song, Happy New Year. We, of course, had um, the McGuire Sisters, and they're very overly upbeat and cheerful version of Happy New Year from 58, late 50s, early 60s. Once again, that weird period of time that we find fascinating here at the broadcast where things went from rock and roll to sort of a black hole for a while and then kind of waiting and waiting until the Beatles showed up. So, very strange. Before that, we had Happy New Year, a live version from uh, kind of a weird punk uh, crusty band from, uh, you know, I'm actually not sure where they're from. Maggot Cave is the name of the band. 
Uh, interesting little band there. A couple tunes I'm aware of by them. That's one of them. We also had Otis and Carla off of the excellent King and Queen LP from 67, 68, I'll say. And that's New Year's Resolution. Has a lot of like uh, holiday stuff on that one. And then, you know, we were able to start off and this was, I was very happy that we could start off with New Year's Evil by a band called Shadow. And that's from 1980. Now, if you're not familiar with the movie New Year's Evil, it's like a slasher flick from 1980. The broadcast is now requiring you to go find said movie and have that be this weekend's assignment. You'll be quizzed next Friday on this movie. It takes place, um, it's kind of a weird slasher flick. It takes place where um, someone's calling in on New Year's Eve during this sort of uh, it's more of like a punk new wave um, uh, television show. And the producer is fielding these calls um, about um, uh, threats, what's going to happen on, at the stroke, of new, uh, the stroke of midnight. Cool slasher flick. It stars more, um, I'm not sure what her name is, but I know her as uh, Pinky Tuscadero, which is the Fonz's uh, girlfriend. Um, anyway, go check it out. Uh, the name of the movie is called New Year's Evil. That's also the name of the song. And the band is called Shadow playing that song. And once again, we like to impart bizarre wisdom and pop culture tidbits that you might not be aware of. We feel vindicated and just a little bit better when we're able to do that. So that's probably why I feel a little bit vindicated and better now than I did 10 minutes ago. So there you go. So what time is it now? Wow, we're definitely reaching the uh, the end of our of our allotted time, but we have a couple more segments and some other stuff, so we're going to get right to it. Um, and the next thing that we have on tap, even though I just did all that talking, requires a little bit more talking, and that would, of course, would be because it is birthday, death, Happy death day, birthday, death, birthday, death, 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 death day. So the premise of birthday, death day is very simple. Somebody who is uh, supposed to be celebrating a birthday is not because they are no longer with us and we bemoan them and pay our respects. And then there's someone who traditionally is celebrating a birthday this week and we are honoring them by saying happy birthday and playing their music in both accounts. Now what makes tonight a little bit bizarre is that um, the broadcast has decided to play a double shot. Two songs from each of these uh, artists. And uh, we flip-flop. We go one, then the other, one, then the other. And that's because that's what we wanted to do, so we did. So please, the text, the questions coming in. Why are you doing that? What's the meaning of this? I'll, I'll stop you right now by letting you know that's the meaning. So let's start off with he who is no longer with us because this is an important one and uh, we want to get right to it right away. So one Ian Frazier, Kill Mister. And we all know who that is. It's one word, it's Lemmy. He would have been 78 this week. And what can we say about 
the man, the myth, the legend. Inspirational, influential. Um, you know, he starts starts right away um, by joining the Vickers in the late '60s, and it's um, kind of like a roadie, actually, um, and kind of a guitar tech, so to speak. The band kind of dissolves. He kind of jumps in, says, "I can do that." Ends up playing the guitar, but they're not quite not quite his cup of tea. But it's the early '60s, mid to late '60s, and valuable experience is gained. And uh, so he kind of goes his own way. Ends up being a roadie for, uh, among others, more importantly, Jimi Hendrix. Of course, learns a lot. Learns what he wants to be. Um, Probably learned some bad habits along the way, roadieing for uh, uh, Jimmy, and resurfaces um, in a very cool band called uh, Sam Gopal. And if you're not familiar with that, most people aren't. Very short-lived band, and it's named after the guy who financed it, played the tabla in the band. Uh, very short-lived, 68 to 69. Um, part of that sort of psychedelic uh, Indian sound that was going around at the time. What comes out of that, though, is um, what the beginnings of what we will not then know as Lemmy. And you'll hear the song from them. Um, excellent, very, very excellent unheard song that we're going to play by them called Escalator. So moving on. So as he's... Um, as that sort of dissolves, he, ends, he finds himself in um, sort of that really, really interesting band called Hawkwind. And they call it sort of, I mean, it's weird because they call it like space rock, prog space rock. Um, but basically what happens is he, he gets the job as a guitarist. They decide at the last second, we don't need another guitarist. But at that same day, the bass player fails to show up, but all of his gear is there, including a Rickenbacker bass, which becomes, of course, his trademark. He says, I can play the bass, which, you know, I mean, that's just the way he rolls. He ends up picking up the bass, and during his short stint with Hawkwind, which he said was an excellent band, except he didn't like anyone in the band, they hated him, he was eventually ousted. He only sang a few songs, um, Silver Wings. I mean, there's like a couple songs that he sings that are um, probably like four songs that he, you hear him playing, uh, excuse me, singing on before it kind of goes under. One of the songs, of course, is Motorhead, which is kind of a trademark song. Uh, the version that you're going to hear is the original version, and it's the original version that has... Um, uh, Simon House playing uh, a violin solo instead of a guitar solo. Um, it's really, really cool. I like that version. Not that I don't like the the Motorhead version off of the uh, self-titled album, but this version has something about it, something proggy that's still metal and punk. It's very, very cool. And um, so he ends up then naming his band, which was going to be called Bastard, ends up calling it Motorhead, which is English slang for someone who's like a tweaker what we call tweaker, you know, a speed freak here. He goes on to basically change the course of everything in a band called Motorhead. Now, 
everyone knows about Motorhead, so I don't need to go into it, but you need to know that the proto-punk hybrid of Motorhead and the new wave of British heavy metal, the confluence of those two things is what makes it so important because he's very, very clear that he is not a metal guy, he is not a punk, he is a rock and roll guy. And as such, both sides of the camp have the utmost respect for Lemmy, and by extension, everyone has the utmost respect for Lemmy because his authenticity and it's genuine. And uh, I mean, the greatest thing, and I'll just, this is the last thing we'll say about Lemmy because you could go on and on and on and on, is um, when they asked him about Motorhead, like what, what, what exactly, how would you describe Motorhead? This is in 77-ish, we'll say. We'll say 77-ish. He basically said, We're the, we are the dirtiest rock band and if we move next door to your house, your lawn will die. And that sums up. And it sums up Lemmy, really, it really does. So rest in peace, the great man. And uh, we're gonna play a couple of songs, one from uh, Hawkwind and uh, one from uh, Sam Gopal. And that will be what we do. But there's also someone who's celebrating a birthday and believe it or not, and I'm sure you can believe it, Lars Ulrich is 60 years old. Can you believe that? 60. So what do we say about Lars? Moves here from Denmark, trains to be a tennis player, like in his father's footsteps, and his grandfather for that matter, his footsteps, they're both tennis players. And, uh, you know, um, it was uh, reminded to me today um, by Mike from The Takeover when we were talking for a minute that, uh, that Lars's dad actually died this week. So, I mean, it's kind of a, uh, a melancholy birthday obviously for Lars. Um, but at any rate, I digress on that. So he ends up moving to LA, realizes that he's not gonna make it as a tennis player. Drum set that he got when he was nine, decides to devote himself to drumming, is not very good. Let's be clear on that. He was not a very good drummer. He was a great salesman. He was a great pitcher of what he thought he was going to be or what he could be. Um, he is basically the Gene Simmons of Metallica, constantly out there pressing the flesh and um, banging the streets, um, very extroverted. As a result, he lands uh, a spot on, you know, the very, very important and very, imp what turns out to be seminal um, compilation LP, um, Metal Massacre. And he and James Hetfield they put together a little bit of a demo. Um, of course, there's some consternation. They didn't have it formatted correctly, almost didn't make it. That story is legendary as well. They almost didn't make it because it they didn't have, they had it on a cassette tape, not on a, uh, a four inch. So um, at any rate, so this goes on and on. We end up, he ends up really becoming goes from being not a great drummer to being widely regarded as one of the best drummers, especially thrash drummers of all time. Um, you know, he, he, what we really like about Lars, what I really like about Lars is he also has a disdain like I do for the ride cymbal. 
Uh, I abhor the ride symbol. I think it's used incorrectly more often than not. Lars does as well. So instead of using a traditional ride symbol, he uses a China symbol upside down, which gives it much more of a cutting, rishy sound than a ding or tingy sound. Because um, most people use it incorrectly. And so that's one of the things I really, and you hear it mostly on something like whenever, wherever I may roam, you hear his use of like his symbol. Um, his style changes a lot too. He goes from, you know, the double kick sound, which we have highlighted in one of the songs we use here. Um, Cause we're using two songs. So one of the songs that we use is uh, Dyer's Eve, which really shows his double kick really at the apex of his super quick thrash um, sound. Um, and, uh, we also have him playing, um, metal militia off of kill them all, which is another really highlights his sound, but his sounds change. His sound changes from 1989 till about recently. Actually, he kind of goes backwards again, uh, gets a smaller kit, focuses more on, um, uh, hard, heavy metal as opposed to speed metal and um, goes back and forth. Either way, considered a very, very important drummer. Um, and of course, he's responsible for the name Metallica. He stole it from uh, Ron Quintana, or Ron will tell you, he gave it to him because he already had his fanzine name, something else. But um, that really kind of like, you know, when you think about Napster, you think, well, you know, you were kind of a Napster yourself to a certain degree. Um, but that's another story for another day. I've spoken more than enough. If you're still with us, it is time for our music and birthday death day, followed by some other stuff. We'll see you in a little while. Thanks for hanging in there. Welcome into the broadcast with Clem birthday death day segment featuring Lemmy and Lars and some other stuff. Double shot of both. Enjoy a little uh, Dyer's Eve off of And Justice. Here you go.
radio station in the world. In the world. Is right here. Right now. Hey folks, we want to hear from you. Reach out on Facebook and Twitter at Wave Radio Boston.
Inviting you to join me up on the high wire every Friday night between 10 p.m. and midnight for the broadcast with Clem, the Everything Plays, Anything Goes radio show that features music for your many moods. So tune in early and stay up late for the broadcast with Clem, where hearing is believing and you won't believe your ears. This week's uh, 420 Taste of the Tropics song of the week is brought to us by Collective Premium Cannabis, locations in Littleton and Belrica. Comes to us by the great Pat Kelly. And he reminds you, I still love you. Honey, I still love you. Because the love you gave me, it still lingers in Make love good 
say the beginning forward we had our birthday death day double shot there Dyer's Eve by Metallica followed by Motorhead by Hawkwind not other way around obviously Metal Militia by Metallica and Escalator by Sam Gopal We then had our 420 Taste of the Tropics song, I Still Love You by Pat Kelly, and ended up with a little bit of crust with Beyond One Kind Word. And you're officially caught up with that which has gone down. And one of the things that we're going to do in our final set is cram 
many things in. And not the least of which is uh, the following. And all I can tell you is it's, uh, it's a little bit late to perform surgery, but I'm scrubbed up and ready to go. So I guess really all I can tell you about that is, well, the doctor is in. Right now. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. So, as we prepare to perform surgery on this week's Open Song Surgery Song of the Week, I should tell you that anything that came from CBGB's is very near and dear to my heart. And I can tell you that this band right here is truly, truly seminal. And we'll be playing the first track off of their landmark album, Marquee Moon. Of course, I'm talking about the band Television. Truly inspirational band, without, without question, very, very important. All these songs, which is one of the reasons why they sound so polished yet raw at the same time, were honed during their residency at CBGB's. And of course, it was recorded in 76. Didn't really get released until winter, early winter 77. And it was the debut album, of course, from this sort of art punk. Um, I mean, you would almost say it's post-punk, even though, you know, it's really bizarre, but this album was released months before, never mind the Bullocks. So even though it's released before Nevermind the Bollocks, it's considered post-punk by a lot of people. Partially because the musicianship, I'm sure, is, is so much better. That might have a, a bit to do with it. The dual guitar sound of uh, Tom Verlaine and Richard Lloyd really makes uh, just a r really excellent sound, the way they dovetail into one another. And... Um, Verlaine wanted to produce, but because he was unproven, it's a debut album, he chose um, Andy Johns, who's a um, brother of Glenn's Johns, to produce. And, you know, he didn't, really, they, he didn't really get in the way. It was more of a facilitator. Of course, Andy Johns was part of Exile Main Street, um, Highway by Free, and uh, even later on, you know, Cinderella and Van Halen, you know, some other stuff later on. So he was around forever. So he was definitely accomplished. I can tell you, it was at A&R Recording Studio in New York City, obviously, the label's Electra. This sort of tense, you know, urgently complex intellectual sound comes to really be part of a growing movement that follows 
behind them. And there's so many bands that fall into that category. Um, but these are one of the more important first ones. So I'm very happy to, to uh, give you guys an opportunity to listen to See No Evil, which is the first track off of uh, Marquee Moon by television. And it is required listening, like just about everything on the broadcast. So um, hang on, we're going we're gonna to put you under and make sure that we've, uh, we're ready to go on this. So we'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. Okay, Clem, here we go. Forceps, the art line. You hyperventilating the patient. No, doctor. Raise the bone wax. Red some bomb scissors. Red some bomb scissors. Get that cat out of here. Yes, sir.
get salt in my hair. Hey, phrasing! Wave Radio Boston.
raise with a pillow stares at the bedroom floor Used to have a million They've come and gone No matter what she does She can't
www.rbrocks.com. Radio Boston.
You know, we just got a um, interesting text demanding, literally demanding a Wheel of Time song. And uh, I realized that uh, Portishead was going to be our last song of the evening. But it looks like uh, we're going to have to spin the wheel once and play a Wheel of Time song to satisfy one angry texter, or urgent texter, I should say. Uh, I don't recognize the name or the number, so whomever is responsible for this urgent text demanding said Wheel of Time, all I can tell you is here's a Wheel of Time segment for you, and I hope that makes you somewhat happy. Have a listen. like it landed on the 1980s so we have predetermined envelopes for the uh, before mentioned decades so I will now rip open this one see what's in there and that's a very interesting song from 1987 if I'm not mistaken and it is run to paradise by the choir boys I hope you enjoy it I enjoy bringing it to you I'll see you on the other side enjoy
Listening to the broadcast with Clem on Wave Radio Boston, WRBRocks.com. Got one more in right under the wire, and uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this year's The Broadcast with Clem here on Wave Radio Boston, WRBRocks.com. So, what do we hear in that last set? A little bit of uh, Wheel of Time there. Choir Boys from 1987, Run to Paradise, preceded by Beth Gibbons doing her best Bond girl impersonation with Sour Times off of her, uh, off of uh, Portishead's debut 1994 LP called Dummy. Love that song. Before that, we had uh, Lightning Thunder. Little Bay Area Thrash from 1986 off of the uh, Hate, Fear, and Power LP by Irax. Our disposable lighter song of the week came to us from Warrant, and sometimes she cries. And um, for that, we had a little Berkeley late 60s, early 70s power pop from a band called Purple Earthquake, and it's a tall order for a short guy. We also had You Can Do A Lot With A Knife by Abuse, which was directly following our open song surgery song of the week, which was brought to us by television off of the Marquee Moon LP and C, C No, 
see no evil. And you were officially caught up with that which has gone down. And so much has gone down this year. And I just want to take a quick moment to thank you so much for tuning in every Friday night for the broadcast with Clem. It's been an absolute pleasure bringing it to you. I hope you've enjoyed it. And all I can say now is uh, we've reached the, the end of our destination for the year, literally. So check around, make sure you didn't leave anything of importance or ill repute where someone can see it. And it's time for our New Year's Eve quote, which is brought to us by the great Benjamin Franklin, who says, and I quote, Be at war with your vices, at peace with your neighbors, and let every new year find you a better man. And as per usual, Mr. Franklin very succinctly puts it in a way that only he can. So, on behalf of everyone here at the broadcast with Clem, I'd like to thank you for sharing your Friday night here with us on Wave Radio Boston, WRBRocks.com. The interns, everyone who helps make the show what it was, I really appreciate it. And here's hoping that your house of cards is stacked with aces. And remember that the present is the future past. And this is Clem signing off. Thank you so much. Happy New Year, everyone. Take care. That's our broadcast for tonight. Any fun farewell. It's not Clem anymore. It's not Clem anymore. We're on our way to Boston. Bye-bye. Who's the jive token now? And we reached the end of our show. And on that note, we bid you farewell. It's only rock and roll. Bye-bye. Now you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. The end. Clem, they're erasing you. Thank you so much. Good night. Now and the, the dignity in which you conducted yourself. Shows our God. Wipes his ass with his record contract. Stand your Until next week. Tune in next week when you will hear. And slowly in the rest, we bid you a fond farewell. Go, bitches. Show's over. I nailed it. Tune in next week. Thank you. Good night. Should all acquaintance be